Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode eight of The Gilded City 2. Uh, we are in Ravenloft, in case you missed the last one. Uh, if you are enjoying our adventures thus far, don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe here on YouTube and ring that bell, of course. Uh, and if you are following the podcast, uh, you know, share the podcast, leave us a rating, leave us a review where you are able to. Uh, everything helps us out. Um, follow us at Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Uh, and also, Happy New Year! This is the first episode of 2023. Um, so, I know, it's crazy. It's, it's crazy. Um, so, hope you all enjoyed your New Year's celebrations. Hope you enjoyed your Hanukkahs or Christmas or Kwanzaa's or, you know, whatever you celebrate. And if you celebrate none of that, then I hope you had a good end of 2022. Um, but... Guys, I, got a, I got a specific New Year's outfit this year. Ooh. I'm very excited. I mean, I was very excited to wear it. We're it was very incredible. excited for it. I looked great. Because <laughs> we're definitely not recording this before New Year's. None of the sequins uh, on my jacket fell off. <laughs> Um, with that, we'll go ahead and dive on in to the first episode of Content warning. Ravenloft as a setting can feature disturbing themes and ideas, and while it is never going to be our intention to upset anyone, it is worth noting. Be advised that this story arc features ghosts, dysfunctional families, cruel clergy, murder, and references to suicide. Last time, the party arrived in the domain of Mordens, the realm of ghosts in Ravenloft. Heiskosa advised the party seek out Dr. Rudolf Van Richten. Upon arriving at his herbalist shop in the town of Mordenshire, the party found a new ally, Elena, an acquaintance of Dr. Van Richten, who had learned that the doctor had gone missing in the Ainsley Village Manor 
uh, just recently. The party went to investigate and found the house suffused with sobbing and uh, inhabited with strange, twisted creatures prowling around, wailing. Eventually, the party reached the basement, where they found Dr. Van Richten muttering incoherently to himself, seemingly gone mad. And so now, we join the party back in the wine cellar in the basement of the Ainsley Village Manor. Um, Alina, do you maybe want to go say hi to the... He knows you. Yes, um... <laughs> Is he always like this? <laughs> so... So... There's whales... Whales... I don't... He's not usually like this. It's... What I'm gonna give him, like, a little shake. <laughs> don't shake Hi. him! Do oh, not hi. Shake oh, him. sorry, sorry. Well, if we can just scratch that off the list. Hello. <laughs> hi. And try and make eye contact with him. Uh -huh. Doesn't someone have calm emotions? Oh, I do. <laughs> Um, I Should guess I slap. Uh, do not. Oh, I can attempt to cast calm emotions. Sure. Uh, what's mm -hmm. the saving throw on that? Charisma 15. Okay. Um, the spell goes off. His eyes, which were very, very like unfocused before gain a little bit of focus. They're still not as sharp as usual, but they gain a very little bit of focus. And he he looks at you and he he grabs your shoulders, Alina, and he says, Oh, the madness takes me again. The girl, the, the girl. You, you have to find her. Resolve that. <laughs> And the madness takes him again. Okay. Um, um, as a reminder, at the end of last episode, you also were able to pull a note from his hand. Oh, right. The, um, like, if, death note. From the yeah. son to the mom and dad. Mm. Yeah. Do you need me to remind you what it says, or do we feel like we have a good memory Can of you, it? Uh, please remind was, us. No, he was like... He was like, um, if he was he like, ah, you kept us apart, so now I'm gonna be with her. And he killed himself, right? Yeah. So, to put it tactfully. Situation. So, yeah, the, the no- be together in death. Right. right, yes. More or less, he's like, you were keeping us apart in life, not even you can keep us apart in death. Okay. Um, red flag. Okay. Well, girlies, if he says you can't keep us <laughs> Girlies. We have to find her and put, put her soul to rest. Do we know what she looks like? Or... We have a name? I mean, she's a ghost. 
Right. Do ghosts, Are they the ones that live too? Do would I know like do ghosts appear in like a specific form? Would it be like the uh, same form that she like um, in but hollow? Make I I'll make I'll, I'll say your choice of arcana or religion. Depending on what you choose, uh, the information may be reflavored slightly, but okay. Where's my um we're gonna do religion and that's a 21. 21 okay um i mean it depends on on the spirit sometimes spirits retain the way they looked in life um actually most often spirits retain the way they look in life but there are a variety of circumstances that would cause a spirit to take on a different appearance. If they are particularly vengeful, they may gain a new vengeful aspect. Other particularly strong emotions may lend them different aspects. Um, and then some undead, if they are unable to hold on to enough of their identity in life, become sort of faceless shades. Um, but if it's an undead that was able to retain some aspect of their identity, in all likelihood, they probably look mostly like what they looked like in life. Okay, I will communicate that information to the group, um, that there's a variety of ways that sh she might appear. Um, are ghosts invisible? don't think they always have to be but but like if they were like are they sometimes invisible do i know that yes okay yes they are sometimes invisible i can make it so that i can see things that are invisible for an hour do we think That's it's going to take longer than an hour to search this place I sincerely hope not. Yeah, me too. Maybe if we start, like, hearing things or, you know, the desks start moving, floating in the air, and it's not one of us playing a joke. Mm. And um, how long do you need to cast that spell? Mm -hmm. Like six seconds. Very speedy. Simple. We're in a cellar, right? Focus on it. Yeah. So you guys are wine currently. Cellar. Oh my you guys are. You guys are currently in the wine cellar. There is a. There's the stairs are in the sort of uh, uh, northeast corner of the room. Those are the stairs you came down. There is a set of double doors in the south wall leading to some other basement chamber as well. Well, I'm gonna go look at those doors. Okay. Great. I'm gonna go look at the wine. I'll help Nyx look at the doors. Okay, great. Um, Nyx, what are you doing at the doors? Artemis, make an investigation check as you examine the wine. I would like to, uh, I don't know, I guess I'll listen at the door first, see if I hear anything. Um, make a perception check. With help, because... I guess Penny is also listening at the door, so... <laughs> Artemis, what'd you get for your investigation? 
12. 12. Um, a lot of, it seems like most of the wine in here has either leaked or spoiled in the last five or so years that this house has been abandoned. Sure. Um, examining the racks, you know, most of these are, actually all of these are brands you have never heard of before. Uh, Good. Because you are on a totally different plane of existence. Um, but you see a one lip bottle is labeled Purple Grape Mash, number three. And another is labeled Ludendorff Arsenic Wine. Um, so those are those are two <laughs> bottles down here. Um, what'd you get for your perception check next? Well, for my first roll, I got a neck one. Mm. Second roll, I got a two. Okay, well, you, so that's a seven. you don't hear anything on the other side of the door. Okay. Um, is it locked? Uh, it is locked, yes. I'm going to pick the lock. Okay. Um, did we check for traps? I did not check for traps. Too late time. now. Okay. Chicken. <laughs> um, that is 21. Okay. Uh, it takes you a little bit. I'll, I'll say probably like, this is a tough lock. I'll say probably like five minutes or so, but you're, you're working on this lock. You're, you're feeling the tumblers. You're, you know, getting there. You hear Artemis in the background being like, Ludendorff arsenic wine. <laughs> um, and, uh, Sounds awful. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, I do want, well, I'll wait. Uh, and you finally, after about five minutes, unlock the door, and you are really, really excited. And then a glowing rune appears over the lock that you could have seen if you had taken the time to investigate for traps, but you didn't. Uh, so <laughs> what I need are Before... constitution saving throws from Penny and Nyx. Why and me? Arden, because you're within 10 feet of the doors. Um, so here, my, here's my question. Yeah. <laughs> my thought was that I would, I wanted to, because it wasn't going to take five minutes to look at the wine. Sure. Um, so like ask Bowman if he could help me move things for the doctor to be hidden a little bit. Because mm. yeah. he probably isn't going to move to a new location yeah. willingly. Yeah. So if that puts me within the radius of whatever this is. Um, no, I, I don't think it would. It's okay. 10 feet from the door. I don't see why you would be, like, getting close to that door when you're trying to hide Dr. Van Richten. But I'll say easily enough, the two of you can, like, shift some barrels around and then just kind of, like, ease Dr. Van Richten into a more comfortable position behind the barrels. Great. <laughs> you just put him in a barrel. Yeah. Yeah, I would probably be helping with that too. Sure, makes sense. I would try to be some there to help with the doctor. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yep. That and makes then sense. there's an explosion behind yep. us. <laughs> yeah. So as you're all like trying to get Van Richten hidden better, uh, what are the con saves from the two of you? Twenty six. Ooh, fifteen. Okay. Penny, that's a success. Uh, Nick, that is a failure. Um, so this blast of bright divine light goes off when you trigger the room. Uh, Penny, you, like, brace yourself, and you're fine. Nyx, you take the full brunt of this radiant explosion. 
I mean, it's, I can't, like, dodge. It's them. not a dexterity saving throw, dear. Her little body blasted across the um, room, slams against the wall. You take, it's, it was a relative, it was a pretty low roll. You take five radiant damage. Okay, that's not too bad. Oof. Everything uh, okay? Do you smell burning flesh? What? Oh, there's so many better ways to put that. <laughs> Are you okay? You <laughs> I'm, I'm dead. About the rock gnome. That was that was a dumb. That was that was dumb. Um, but the door is open now. Um. So, can we tell that was radiant or like it was yes. just flash? It well, it was a flash of light. I I think both Elena and Bowman would know for sure that that was radiant. And actually, you know what? Janara, you would know too because your warlock patron is Celestial. Um, Nyx, Penny, and Artemis. Um, I, you can kind of, all of you have seen radiant damage, radiant damage before, so it's a low DC, but go ahead and make a perception check to see if you can determine what type of damage it was. Man, that was bright. 22. <laughs> yeah, you would know, Nix, that that was divine. That was, that was radiant. Six, Six Penny, you don't I assume Artemis doesn't right. know. <laughs> sure. don't need to roll. Fair enough, fair enough. Uh, I'm going to go into the room. Yeah, yeah, go for it. Y'all can start going into the next room. Feel free to move yourselves in there. I will still um, wall. As you all enter this room, uh, you see old furnishings, rotten pantry staples, and boxes of mundane junk have been pushed against the walls of this musty storage space. Wooden pillars support cross beams holding up the ceiling. At the far end of the room is a cistern filled with stagnant water, but most unusually, in the center of the floor is a large golden rune with complicated lines and symbols. Uh, can I, I do... Like yeah. I was gonna say, can I do an arcana check? Um... Or something. It would be a religion check for this one. Uh, Elena's uh, also looking at it, so one of the two of you roll with advantage. I have a plus What's, six. I don't have any plus to that, so go right ahead. <laughs> Our holy man. Oh, nat 20, which makes it a 26. Nice. Okay, so you begin examining this golden rune. It's letting off this, like, faint, radiant, divine light uh, that you as a cleric are, are somewhat familiar with. Um, by You take about 10 minutes, really, to get a good examination of this room because it's very complicated. Um, so while you're doing that, what's everybody else doing? If it takes 10 minutes, I'm going to cast Fine Steed. Okay. And just bring uh, Haze out here. Yep. I'm watching Alina watch this. I'm going to hang out you try and to just kind of hover behind. No, I'm just like, I don't know. I'm standing <laughs> by the thing and I have nothing else to do. I'm going to hover behind Bowman. I have my gun. <laughs> I'm just gonna just hover behind up. Bowman while he's uh, casting and just kind of pay attention okay. to him and what he's doing. Okay, great. Um, so Alina, 
you learn after taking some time to examine this room, you'll learn that this room is one part of an extremely powerful and complicated series of abjuration wards that have been placed on the house by some by someone channeling divine power. Um, a lot of the symbols that you find that make up this complicated rune indicate that whoever made this was most likely a devoted follower of the goddess Ezra. Ezra is the, uh, uh, probably the most worshipped god in the domains of dread. Um, she is often referred to as Our Lady of the Mists, um, and she is thought to be the goddess of the mists. Um, I will say, Alina, where you come from, a lot of people think that Ezra's just another name for a different goddess, um, the one that you worship. Mm. Um, but that's not confirmed. That's just what your people believe. Um, you, so, you know that this is part of these wards, which means that there are more of these rooms throughout the house. I would say because you got a natural 20, you would know that there are three of these rooms throughout the house. Um, it would theoretically be possible to deactivate these rooms. Um, you would have to do some sort of counter ritual to sap the rune of its power. Um, but I will say, without knowing more information about the ritual that was used to create these runes in the first place, a counter ritual, while not impossible, would be extremely difficult to do correctly. And there could be dangers to doing so incorrectly. Okay. Um, and just as, as a note, abjuration magic is the magic of wards, of shields, of barriers. Um, that's that type of thing. Would... Would physically destroying it? The room does not seem to actually be physically inscribed oh, like on the floor. I see. Yeah. It, it is made entirely of pure radiant light. Yep. Um, and actually, you know, examining it very closely, the whole room hovers about a millimeter off the floor. Mm -hmm. how, uh, how big is this room? my god the rune uh the rune is are you trying to put it in the hole the rune is not physical <laughs> you can't put it That's in a the new hole it's a new t-shirt <laughs> the the rune is not physical there are get, other things in this room that you could try to get one i had to get one just one how to get one that's true that's true there are other things in this room that you could examine and theoretically try to put in the hole but not the room. So it is divine light. There's no way that Bowman could channel it in a way. Any anything anything that you you or Alina, 
uh, both as people who channel divine magic, would theoretically be able to perform the ritual to dispel the rune. It's just that you don't have a lot of information about the ritual that was used to create it in the first place. And as such, any attempt to do so, any attempt to either channel magic from it or use divine magic to dispel it would be difficult and dangerous. Hmm. I don't consider myself a very, you know, holy person. No. Um, but maybe we don't touch the, the glowy thing. Yeah, maybe we can find a study that has information on it, or we can ask a ghost. Or maybe this doesn't even fucking matter, because we're looking for just a girl ghost crying. That's all we need to do. She's not necessarily connected to these little glow things. Unless she is. And maybe she's not. We could say this between each other all day. Fair enough. Should I try to see invisible things, just in case she's in this room? Perhaps. Little ghost girl. I'm going to cast... She's not like a young woman. You're right. The invisibility. Okay. Ghostly lady. <laughs> uh, you cast... I'll Captain in... Morgan on a box. Oh my god. Uh, Ma'am? You... Miss? Nix, you cast the invisibility. You're looking around. You don't see any... Uh, any ghosts? I will say you do see a couple of interesting things when you do cast scenes visibility. Thing number one: Artemis is surrounded by a very faint silvery aura. Ooh. Very faint, but it's there, and you definitely feel like because, like in. Back in Waterdeep, y'all had used sea invisibility or similar spells. Um, and nobody had ever mentioned this before. So you feel like it's probably a new thing. Uh, another thing you notice, um, as you're looking around, you see uh, an invisible um, raven seems to be uh, hovering uh, around Elena. Guys, there's a bird! What? Guys, a bird got in here. <laughs> Where? I Over there, by, by Elena's head. I, it's invisible. Right. I mean, oh, Elena, right. if it doesn't bother you that there's an invisible bird by your head, then, like, go for it. I just wanted to let you know. Do you ever randomly get, like, poop on your shoulder? Like... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if this is like a connection to your like powers and stuff, but that's there. I don't know if that means anything to you. You can share if it does, if you want to, but also no pressure. We literally just met like less than an hour ago. So just keeping you informed with what I can see. Hey, thank you. Um, you don't, you don't have to worry. Okay, cool. So birds, cool. Good to know. Um, as as you're sort of keeping an eye on it, uh, uh, after about thirty seconds or so, the bird flies up away through the ceiling. Whoa. Bird is gone. Um, should we go back upstairs and investigate the rest of the house then? Yeah, 
Yeah, th this water, though, at the end of the room. Yeah. Anyone taking a look at it? Yeah. I don't. I don't think you could take a bath in it. It's probably not wise. Yeah. I. I. I'm good actually, but thank you. I'm glad to know that you're thinking of baths, Mr. Bowman. Uh, yeah. This is clearly like an an old cistern of some kind. Probably collects rainwater. Um from the house, you know, uh, it looks like it hasn't been cleaned in quite some time, and the water looks kind of gross. That's what I'm you just get. Gonna grab it. like a little like piece of, I don't know, debris. Uh huh. Bloop. Yeah. And back away. In the water normally, nothing strange. It passes. Um. Before we leave, I just want to do a quick search of the whole room like the outside see if yeah. i find anything fun and cool make an investigation check okay that's better and i'm um, helping nick do this <laughs> go for it okay. <laughs> um 26 26 wow um a lot of 26 is a lot, lot of friendship uh yeah you look around you're like rooting through a lot of the stuff you know the stuff in here most of it is it seems like most of the valuables were kind of like cleared out when mm -hmm. the ainsleys abandoned the house but you do find it does seem like they forgot something you find a quite ornate like large silver chalice set with moonstones that's probably worth quite a bit of money also nix you know you're looking around the room there is a pretty nice painting on the floor in here in a pretty nice frame is the frame a size that could fit in bowman's hole Jesus Christ. We need to stop. <laughs> what is the diameter of the no. hole when it's extended? So the hole can fit something 10 by 10. The painting would fit in the hole. Hey, Bowman. Yeah. Painting? I'm not an art man myself, but probably get some fine money on the. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I don't know. I don't know this art from other art, but like it looks nice. The frame looks cool. Um, what did you describe the chalice thing as? A an ornate silver chalice set with moonstones. Um, great. Yeah, you guys grab those things. Um, and then or is everybody making your way upstairs? Yeah. I'm holding on to the chalice, though. Okay. Are we leaving Van Richten in the basement for now? For now. No. <laughs> oh, Are you I mean, carrying him? I'll I'll carry him. Is he? Can he ride on Hayes? If if we get jumped, oh yeah, he could ride on Hayes. Are we able to like rebarricade him? Because it seems Probably. safe down here. Should it's, we tie it's, him? It's, it seems it seems safe down here. I mean, you guys defeated the monsters that were trying to get down here. And nothing has bothered you since you... We are by the warding thingy. I would, once everyone is out of the room we were just in, I would like to relock that door. Okay. Just... Yeah. Easy enough, you can do that. 
Um, I mean, it'd be safe down here. We can kind of move something heavy in front of the door. To, mm -hmm. Ghosts you know. can probably pass through walls. Well, that's well the true. things that we're trying to get to him before couldn't. What if we put him in the warding room and lock the door? Um, I mean, we don't um, know. I, I, I will just, I will just <laughs> quickly say, you do know he's been here for two days. We should put some food by him, regardless of where we take him, where we leave him, just in case he like. Good call. Feels like it. I'm gonna pull out like some bread or something I packed yeah. that morning yeah. and give it to him. Great. Yeah, you can. Uh, thanks, mom. Someone bought it. So we're leaving him in the basement. Yes, I think okay. so. Okay. We'll come back. Back up to the first floor. Ooh. Scene change. Scene change. <laughs> uh, you guys one. are currently Ooh. on the stairs leading back up into the kitchen. So. All right. So there were footprints that kind of led us into the kitchen, right? Yeah. yeah. But You're... there were also footprints that went other places in the house. Yep. Right. So the the newest set of footprints, which are pretty sure were Van Richten's, seeing as they led down into the basement. Um, but there were much older sets of footprints in the dust uh, uh, collected in this house. Um, the new the new set of footprints, Van Richten's, you're assuming, did go into another room in the hall outside of the kitchen as well before exiting that room and then coming into the kitchen. Is it the one right across from the kitchen? No, no I think it's, it's the one down the hall from the kitchen. Oh, the right. The like dining room one? Yeah, the dining room. Yeah. Ooh, so you, you could see where Van Richten was before he barricaded himself in the basement, um, or you could go explore elsewhere in the house. That's that's up to y'all. Right, so we're, we're looking for a little start is whatever caused him to yeah go running um also do i see anything invisible? not in the hallway not currently um as I'm get, i haven't crossed the threshold yet. you haven't crossed the threshold are you opening the door uh i'm gonna listen first okay make a and i'll help because i'm right there <laughs> both of you roll separately this time <laughs> investigation Perception. perception. Oh, perception. Mm. Artemis, are you joining them in the hallway, or are you just... Yeah, I think I'm, like, singing for the <laughs> ghost girl to come out. Sure. <laughs> you know, little ghost, little ghosty girl. Why are you, you referring like to her as out? little ghost girl? When I'm hoping she was a young woman since she was murdered in the throes of love. Is that the... There is a story that I've heard about about a couple of 14-year-olds that, uh... Hey, what'd you get on your perception check? <laughs> That's about how old I was. 23, I... and what'd you get, Penny? <laughs> that sounds like a crime, Artemis. That sounds like what? something we need to unpack later. What are we talking about? So with a 23, Nix, you oh, listen at the door, <laughs> and you hear the same sort of particular like wailing that those creatures that were in the kitchen made guys uh there might there, there's crying is the whole house still crying the whole house is in fact still crying 
there's the, the whaling, the whalers, they're called whalers, that's what they're called. The whalers make a different, different noise that is still identifiably crying. Guys, the, the whalers, whaley people might be in there, so we might have to fight again. I will say it they didn't turn aggressive until we physically entered their space. So we could that's try our best to just go yeah, around them just, and investigate around them. Yeah, I think that's a good plan. I think that's a good plan. And not touch them. Did everyone in the group hear me say that? Mm -hmm. Bowman, I need your verbal confirmation that you heard that. Oh, yes, I did hear what you just said now. Great. Artemis, I need your verbal confirmation that you heard mm -hmm. that. Hi, excuse me. I was the one who told him, like, yesterday, whenever that was. Maybe Artemis, I need your verbal door. confirmation. I hear you, you yes, on my great. little boy right, scouts on there. <laughs> um, great. You she open okay? the door. Lean up, Do you... lean over to Mr. Bowman. Is she, is she okay? I, is she's she... going through a Did lot I right piss now. piss her off? Yes, but that's besides the point. <laughs> I, I just take like a standard, like, I pissed her off, but this seems like a new level. I think she's taking Octavia leaving a lot harder than she's leading on to. And uh, if this was regular Penny, she would say that we'd meet, she would need to see a therapist. But... I hear them. So. Uh, they're talking quietly. Make a perception check. Make, they're talking quietly, and you've already moved into the dining room. And there's wailing. 16. 16 is not going to be good enough, I, I don't think. They're talking quietly. They're beyond the wall. There's wailing. The house is crying. There's a lot going on. Should um, you play, like, a joke on her to make her feel better? Uh, Artemis, I think she really just needs some space. But also, she didn't say anything about Hayes not touching them, so... Oh, my God! I feel like it was implied, though. I feel like it was implied. Um, I am under the table. You're... Okay. Well, before you before you do anything, let me describe the scene that you see in the dining room. It's a chaotic night. Uh, chairs and candelabras covered in dusty sheets attend this hall's broad, frankly, ostentatiously large dining room table. Still life paintings depicting multiple grand feasts hang on the walls, their faded oils making the food look rotten. A once ornate chandelier hangs from the ceiling, coated in a thick layer of dust. Hanging from the chandelier directly over the dinner table, you see the grim sight of a frayed noose. Ah. And, of course, two whalers are prowling around the table. Are they scratching at, like, anything like they were in the other room? No. Nope. Okay. No, it seemed like in the other room, it seemed like in particular they were trying to get through the door to yeah. Van Richten. Yeah. And are they just like chilling? Right now they're just chilling. Chilling. Just chilling. I mean, they're, wailing. they're wailing and clawing at their <laughs> crying faces. But sure, but are... like, aren't we all on some level? <laughs> sure. Um... But they're not aggressive. I'm Doesn't going to non-verbally point at the three doors um, to the south of us and just be like, which one should we head towards? 
I would like to look at the noose a little bit more closely. How close do you get to the noose? Jesus. I don't like that line of questioning anymore. <laughs> uh, well, I take out my binoculars. Question. It's an honest well, question. With, like, within arm's reach. Okay. How long you have to climb on the table. As, as you are... As you are getting closer, like, yeah, you do kind of have to start clambering up onto, onto the table. As you get closer to the noose, you see the whaler's attention shift immediately to you. They don't grow aggressive just yet, but they seem to be starting to get on edge as you are getting closer to the noose. Okay. Um, I will also say, now that you've climbed up on the table, you see that there is a single spot of the table shaped like a like a note would be like a piece of paper would be that is not coated in dust as if there had been a piece of paper on the table until recently mm-hmm. and that's what rudolph took probably um there are like remains anywhere in this room nope no remains. Thank goodness. No remains. I have two things. Mm-hmm. First, when I entered the room, did I see anything invisible? Mm, no. Six birds. Second, I'm gonna ask uh, Alina, um, how many people lived and or worked in this house? Um, uh, go ahead and make a history check for me, Alina. Twenty-two. Twenty-two. So, you've never really lived in Mordant. You're just, you know, you, you, you've passed through here mostly to see Van Richten. So, you only really know about the Ainsleys based on what you learned from um god why am i blanking on her name uh beatrice Hulk. um when you arrived recently but what i will say is you you know from what you learned from her that the ainsley family has four members the lord and lady ainsley and then their two children um a son and a daughter uh the village manor um has been abandoned for five years um and most of the local aristocrats didn't keep a whole lot of live-in staff in their village houses most of their live-in staff were at their country estates most of them probably kept one or two live-in staff, but most of the other staff needs were hired out to people in the village. Okay. I just wonder if these whaley things have anything to do with, like, the souls that were left in the house when this all happened, or something like that. Okay. I'm gonna go explore. Oh. Where are you going? (laughs) 
Bowman's going to go explore. I'll come uh, with you. <laughs> um, We're talking okay. about Penny. Sure. Uh, are the rest of you staying in the dining room, or where are you going? Um, I guess I'll check the rooms down here. Okay. Uh, Elena, are you party? doing anything else with the um, noose? Not at this time. Not at this time. Okay. Great. So, Bowman and Artemis, you're going over to these double doors here at the yeah. north end of the hall. Are you going I into the room? Do a perception check first, just to see if we hear sure. anything. Make a perception check. I'll try the door. The okay. rest of you figure out where you're going next. <laughs> All right. I'm with Bowman. Uh, what, could, what could go wrong? A lot. Um, that was a 18. Perception. An 18 perception. You listen at the door and you don't hear anything. Okay. Uh, Bowman's go going to try to open the door. Okay. Easy enough. You're able to open the double doors and you enter into a ballroom. <gasps> um, broken boards mar the web leg designs worked into the ballroom's wooden floor. A short stage for long-departed musicians stands at the room's far end, overlooked by cracked stained glass windows. Can I do, I think it's Divine Sense, to see if I can sense any Celestials, uh, fiends are undead within 60 feet. Yeah. Go for it. Um, as you do, you you pick up the whalers over in the dining room, I think. They're just within range, but you don't think you don't find anything in this room. Okay, cool. Um Artemis, evens or odds? Evens, maybe. Okay. Bowman, you as you're sort of looking at this room, you Sorry. hear suddenly the sobbing like fades a little bit and you hear like the faint sounds of like a string quartet and you look around and you can almost see the apparitions of dancers in this ballroom. And then it fades and everything is how it was before. So, knowing the, the way this whole house is laid out, roughly hmm. where this room is would be where that celestial sign was below us. Celestial sign would be a little bit to the south of this. Just the, okay, just a tad bit. All right. Yeah. Um, Bowman wants to check out this fireplace, and I want to see, Bowman specifically wants to see if it goes, is a through fireplace to the den, to the den. Ooh, interesting. Okay, make an investigation check. Meanwhile, I'm going to check in on everybody. What's everybody else that. doing? Um, when I move away from the noose, does that trigger the the, mm -hmm. the whaler guys to like turn their attention off me again? Yep, it, it does. They they are no longer focused on you once you move away from the noose. Oh. I feel like we should just go through this door and check it. Yeah, can I make a perception check? Go for it. Twenty-four. 24. Oh, sorry. Uh, thirty-eight. I did my math wrong. Thirty-eight. 
Jesus hell. <laughs> 28. 28 is still great. You listen at the door. You listen at the door, and at first you don't hear anything. And then you hear, like, very, very faintly the sound of a harp. A what? A harp. sound of a harp? Oh. Like oh, the instrument. Like, I was like, no. H-A-R-P. H-A-R-P. Um, is the door unlocked? The door is unlocked. Yeah, the door you're in front of is just a single door, and then on the other side, it is a large, like, sliding door. Um, but it's not, like, a glass door, right? No, no. It's I not can't a glass see through it? No. Um, I'm gonna open the door. Yeah. I'll pull my gun out in case something attacks Janara. Sure. You go in, uh, and you find a, a small um, music room. Uh, uh, with some nice comfy chairs and a large harp dramatically sculpted with a flock of flying doves. Um, and as you enter, you see that like some air disturbances had caused, or you hope it was air disturbances, had caused the strings to vibrate a little bit. Um, but the harp is no longer making noise. Um. Hmm. All right. Um, doing anything else in here? I don't think so. Okay. I will say it's been about an hour since you all entered the house. Oh. I would like everybody to make a wisdom saving throw for me. Oh. <laughs> This against magic. Uh-oh. Is this against oh, magic? Oh, yeah. Is this a charm? It's not a charm. Okay. I will say yes, it's against magic. Cool. Wisdom saving throw? Wisdom saving throw. Janara got a dirty 20. Okay, great. What everyone else get? <laughs> I got um, an eight. Go on. Uh, 18. 18, okay. 17. 17. Bowman got a 30. A 30. Okay. Great. 12. 12. Okay, great. And Penny? Here we go. I got a seven. Great. Uh, can I re-roll and use my indomitable feet? If you want. Okay. 16. 16. Okay. Artemis then is the only failure. Stepping. <laughs> Artemis, I need Just as I was stepping up onto this. Artemis, I need you to stage. just somewhere on your character sheet, just make a note that you have accumulated one point. Incredible. Additional <laughs> additionally, so I need happy. additionally, I need you to roll a D100 for me. Oh, my favorite dice. Okay. Um, where can I? Oh, notes. I will add the other. Oh, I have my notes on how much I paid Danny and my chef. Um, <laughs> one point 
from one spooky point. house from spooky house that'll work okay d100 d100 for me go baby um 84 84 the absolute despair of this house briefly overwhelms you and this is so funny because you become stunned <laughs> for two minutes uh, Artemis is just on the stage he turns out and it's like he gets stage fright Bo Bowman is not paying attention to him yeah. so he's just going to be very quiet for a second yeah. Bowman's going to think in his head oh silence nice Amazing. I. Um. Okay. So, uh, it looks like Penny and Janar are going to join Bowman and Artemis in the ballroom. Nix and Alina, what are the two of you doing? Alina, um, since I can see things that are invisible, uh, and I don't necessarily wanna wander around this creepy ass crying house alone, um, can you come with me to go like run? to all the rooms and just look in them. Sure. Cool. Okay. Great. We're, running. We're running um, around the house. Running yes, around good. the house. Okay. <laughs> cool. Perfect. No notes. You guys pick what room you're going to next. I'm going to check in with everybody else. Bowman, uh, you were investigating this fireplace. What did you get? 18. 18? You're, like, messing with this fireplace. You're trying to, like, find out if there's anything that, um, you know, any, any, any trick to this fireplace, anything that'll, like, open, open it up or something, anything at all. Uh, Penny and Janara, you guys arrive in the ballroom to join Bowman and Artemis. You look up on stage. Artemis is frozen, stock still. A single tear drop rolls down his face. <laughs> and then, uh, as you're noticing this, and I'll say the two minutes end right about now as the two of you are, like, running over to examine what's up with Artemis. Bowman, you twist a little, like, knob on the, you know, like part of the decorative embellishments on the mantle of the fireplace. You twist it and a little, you hear a click and the back of the, uh, uh, wall, the back wall of the, of the like actual fireplace like pops open and you, there's a very narrow crawl through into uh, the room beyond. I'm going to send Hayes through, and he's going to tell me yep. what's going on. Hayes goes in, and what Hayes sees is uh, Hayes enters the room, looks around, looks up first, and, and gets very briefly spooked at the bear head staring straight down at him from the wall. Uh, the walls of this sitting room are populated by a variety of furs and animal heads, but it has clearly not been cared for in quite some time. Dust lays thick over every surface. Cobwebs entirely fill the space between the deer's antlers. 
uh, and resting on the mantle above the tall fireplace is an ornate antique blunderbuss. In the center of the room are a collection of high-backed chairs around a small table. Uh, nearby cabinets are sparsely populated with dusty scotch glasses and scattered tobacco leaves. As soon as Hayes tells Bowman that, because uh, they're tele telepathically connected, yeah. um, uh, Bowman comes right in and starts raiding the liquor cabinet. Yeah, it's a little bit of a squeeze. You go in, you start opening the cabinets. There's no good liquor left in here. Just dusty glasses and old decanter. Damn it. Um, Bowman's going to try to take that gun off the mantle place. Easy enough. You are able to grab the gun, pull it off the mantle place. As you are doing this, you pull the gun down. Are you gonna? Are you preparing to leave the room? Uh, yes. Okay. As you are pulling the gun down and you go to get in the fireplace, like suddenly there's a fire in the fireplace and you're like, what? And you turn and you see the room as it must have been in the glory days. Um, and you uh, uh, see... Where is it? Uh, you see a um, stern-looking man uh, uh, saying, I just don't know what to do, Victoria. Nothing I do or say knocks sense into the boy. And a woman responds, Well then, Alexander dear, perhaps it's time we did something to remove the girl from the equation. Oh, no. They're gone. The fire oh. is gone. And you can crawl back through into the barn. All right. Uh, Bowman catches up with Penny and Janara and uh, Artemis. And just says, um, the previous owners of this manor were definitely murdered that poor girl. Um, Where did you come then? How that come to your head? Oh, I I saw a vision over there. Sure. Yeah. Oh, Penny, I got you a gun. <laughs> Thanks. This is definitely just as good as the gun that Thomas Evenwood made. Penny, you you may you may add you may add it to your character sheet. Uh, it's a rifle, a hunting rifle. Um, put a little asterisk next to it for me. And just if you ever use it, let me know. Okay. Um, Artemis, you're no longer stunned. Um, for the record, <laughs> uh, we're gonna check in with Nix and Alina. Where are you guys going? To? Um, I would like to, I guess, first run up here, look in the ballroom. Okay. Do a quick sweep. Nothing. I'll just Nothing. follow her around. Okay. Great. Um, then I'm gonna go in through this door. Yep, you're back out in the hallway. Yep. We're um, in the ballroom and we just see Nick's running across the I stop. Floor. Look. Okay. And then I go okay. in this room. You go in that room. Uh that this room is a um it's got all sorts of like butterflies framed and pinned. To little boards. Whoever used this room liked to pin butterflies. Um, but you don't see any 
invisible things. Okay, and then I'm going to run down to the next one. Which of these two rooms are you going into? Oh, sorry. The one here first. Okay. Uh, you're in a library. Uh, the books within are old, falling apart, and moldy. Mm. Um, hey, uh, Alina, do you think any of these are the books that you need? Uh, that's not likely. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Um, and none of them are glowing or anything like that? No. Okay, then I'm gonna go in this room. Okay, uh... First of all, you hear and see that this room has whalers in it. Ah. Um, What's up, guys? Whoa. Ah. Oh, that's a lot of them. Okay. Uh, moody landscapes and dour busts atop marble pedestals collect dust in this modest gallery. In an alcove to the east stands a larger-than-life onyx statue of an athlete wrestling monstrous disembodied tentacles. As you enter the room, sound of wailing gets louder because, of course... There are whalers um, in here. Um, and there's also sort of landscape portraits on the walls as well. Uh, but nothing invisible. Okay. Does it seem like if I, I'm going to move towards the statue, do the whalers turn? <laughs> no. I'm going to move not close to the whalers, but like, Towards the whalers. Um, as you're moving through the room, you do. You, like I'm as kind, you kind of playing by, hot and cold yeah, with the whalers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As you're moving through the room, as you pass like close to one of the walls, you seem to get the whalers' attention. Which one? Uh, south wall. This one. Yeah. Um. As you, like, shift away from it, they seem to go back. You move close to it. They seem to be paying you attention again. So there's something along the south wall. The only thing on the south wall that you see is a large landscape uh, painting. But go ahead and make a perception or investigation check. Definitely. Can I also assist? Yep, you can assist. Um, 26. 26. You can just barely see, like, peeking out from behind the painting. It seems like a piece of paper was, like, wedged behind this painting. Okay. Um, before, do you see that? that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, let me, um, turn, can I do the turn on dead again? If you've got um, another use of uh, channel divinity, you may. Oh, where's that crack? It should be... Traits and features? I think it's under... Or action? Actions. Mm. Hold on. Hold on. Is it in features? Sorry, I don't... No, I'm, I know, it's, yeah, new character, who this? I don't see, I, oh, I have two uses, okay. I okay, guess. great. Wait, I mean, channel divinity, no, wait, you can channel divinity.
Oh, I do seem to remember the Indie Beyond tracks. It's like down at the bottom under other. It's under my feats and traits, but I don't really understand. Yeah, if you scroll all the way down to other, you will see Channel Divinity Special. Uh, So you've already used it once. So you may use it again if you would like. So it says I have two Channel Divinities per short rest. Per short rest, yes. So you have not taken a specific short rest yet. Uh, Right, so I have one left. You have one left, so you may turn undead or uh, use your Twilight Sanctuary still. But obviously, mm-hmm. turn undead is what you were asking to do. So you may do turn undead if you want. Yes, I would like to do that one. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. All four of the whalers fail their save against um, Turn Undead. So for, <laughs> they are turned for a minute and all huddle against the back wall trying to go away from you, Alina. Okay. Um, n- now you can take it. Okay. Okay. Um, if I touch it, do they... Turn Undead they ends after a minute okay, or cool. until they are attacked. And bolt out the door. Well, you probably have, it's like a folded up note. Yeah, I'm gonna take it out. Okay. I'm. Mm, actually, no, if I take it and run, they'll probably chase us because that's probably what happened to Van Richten. So I will, uh, okay, I'll stand there and I'll f- unfold it and we'll read it. Okay. So as you open up the note, you see that it is written in a shaky hand and splotched and stained by tear marks. The note reads the following. If anyone finds this note, by the light of Ezra, get out. My boys and I, we thought, those Ainsleys Ainsleys ain't been to this house in a while. They don't need their fancy belongings no more, right? But once we got in, we couldn't shake this horrible sobbing it followed us everywhere. It drove me and the boys batty, it did. Skeever was the first to completely lose his mind. He was inconsolable. We tried to get him out of this place, but all the doors and windows was locked, and we couldn't get him open. Not even old Grey Rat could get him open, and I've seen him open locks like you wouldn't believe. After we failed, Grey Rat went the same as Skeever, poor buggers. After that, Patches and I, we were starting to lose hope ourselves. We tried to think of something. There had to be a way out of here. There had to. But we couldn't think straight with the depressing feeling of this place and that infernal sobbing. And that's when we found the creatures. I lived in Mordant my whole life. Seen me fair share of ghosts and other supernatural creatures. 
but I ain't ever seen anything like these, these whalers. They were horrible, they was. Patches and I, we got away, but Patches gave up all hope then and went just like the other two. So I dragged them all in here to hold up while I got me thoughts together, but it's getting harder and harder. And I couldn't stop crying and shaking. The other, t the other three neither, but they can't think anything at all no more. I'm not getting out of here. I know that now. So if you're reading this note, there ain't no amount of money that's worth this. Drop everything you're doing and get out. Maybe you'll fare better than me and my boys. All right, I'm going to put the note back. Yeah. But he said that he brought the three guys he was with in here. Mm-hmm. And there are four whalers in here. Yeah. Cool. Mm. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. So the whalers are the others who had come in. So the oh. whalers is what you turn into if you stay in this house too long. Mm -hmm. Is my conclusion. Well, okay, well, that's not great. Um, we can't get. I'm we. I'm gonna leave this room because I'm gonna go share this new information with the rest of them. Okay, so is everybody gathering back in the ballroom then? Guys, where are Nixon and Alina? I just saw them. And we ran past. They suddenly returned. <laughs> um, so you know those whaling things? Yeah. Yeah. There are other people who have gone crazy inside this house. I just we just found this note. There's a gallery down that way. There was a note stuck in the, the picture frame. Um and it was describing these these thieves who had come to like steal the Ainsley stuff because they hadn't been here. Um, and it described how they were going crazy and um, how the one guy who was still like kind of sane had brought his three buddies who had gone, like they were past the point of no return into this room, the gallery. And they were just going to wait it out there. But there were no corpses. There were just four whalers. So. so if and I'm, you know that they are undead, which means that. That they died. They died. Yeah. If I'm understanding this correctly, the you go crazy and then you die and then you turn into a whaler. Yeah. Didn't we just have a doctor that was going a little bit crazy that yeah. we left yeah, downstairs we alone? Need yeah. We need to go downstairs. And you, you two went off together to. You guys all left. Find this out? Yeah. Um. Is there an upstairs? Yes. Yes. So we need to go upstairs. <clears throat> Should we go get the doctor and then go upstairs? I think yes. so. Yes. I'll you guys say... have fun. No, I was terrified the whole time. Party, you were standing on the stage silent for two minutes. So, like, we all had a thing we were doing. I, it, look, I I was overwhelmed. It's a very pretty place. Okay. It just seems like a shame for it to just poof, you know? Okay. Um, Ben, yeah. can you remind me, did the doors close immediately when we entered, or did they close as soon as we touched something? They close. After all of you entered, they close. 
Okay. And, and locked. And Nick's okay. got like a 20-something and couldn't unlock it. Um, easy enough, you can go downstairs, throw the doctor over Hayes's back if you so desire. While they're doing that, can I quickly go in this area? Then? Yep. And... You go into this room here. Um, I'll go with her. Okay. Uh, this is the conservatory. Huh. Uh, desiccated vines sprawl across the tables and foggy glass walls of this conservatory. Rusted gardening tools and pots of barren soil lie scattered across sturdy wooden tables. Um, Nick's evens or odds? Evens. Evens. Nick's! As you are looking around this room, examining the things in here, suddenly the conservatory is alive and filled with flowers. A young woman wearing a simple gardener's apron cares for some of the plants. Coming in through the door, a handsome young man, clearly of some wealth, comes into the room saying, Mother, have you seen? Oh, I'm, I'm sorry, I didn't know. You, you must be new here. I'm, I'm, I'm Bryant. The young woman smiles shyly. Bryant smiles back, and the vision fades. Ooh. <laughs> uh, hey, what, are, what, are, what are your two passive perception scores? 15. Uh, 20. Okay, so you both see suddenly that the rusty gardening tools of the room start levitating from tables and floors. Um, are you doing that? No, are you? I'm not. No, I'm not we, doing that. Do I see anything? Nope, nothing. Uh, I, this just seems to be a supernatural effect of the general haunting of the house. Um, I did not get attacked by pots and... Uh, yeah, definitely. Tools. Hey, real quick. Real quick, though. How was your time with Alina? You guys ran off together. Um, she was pretty Looking quiet the whole time. <laughs> They start flying oh. towards the two of you. That's a 14 to hit for Nyx. No. And a 17 to hit for Artemis. No. Okay. So you oh. duck out of the way. Bad timing. Uh, after, after they bounce off the walls, it stops. They clatter to the floor harmlessly. Why did they attack us? I just looked in the room. Some people are just too beautiful, Nyx. It's you and me. Okay. <laughs> I'm just trying to get your... Um, I'm just trying to get your confidence up. If you're going to start making moves, I can help. Just what let me know. What are you talking about? I have been Please, moving so literally obvious. all day. Like, all day. Are we I don't going move. upstairs? Yes. I don't want to see. Um... Great. You all eventually make your way up to the second floor. Uh, uh, Van Richten in tow. Ooh. Let me just add all of you. Beds. Oh, good. I'm petrified. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, know we're not supposed to be able to see into, like, the rooms because we're not in there yet, but this is the ugliest shade of red I've ever seen in my life. 
in this room up to the right. <laughs> this like weird, bright so ass red, perfectly wow. circular rug. That's your room, Penny. <laughs> I hate that. It's so mean. It's terrible. Just a rug. Um, Bowman, since uh, Van, presumably Van Richten is writing on Hayes, just pretend that that's Hayes. Can do. Okay. Uh, you guys are now up on the second floor of the house. Wow. Um, so, yeah, you there's a balcony overlooking the entrance foyer um 10 feet below and um yeah this is this is the hallway it's got lots of options i'm gonna run through all the rooms because i don't know how much longer i have on my hour uh yeah, yeah i mean you still got time but go for it nix has no concept of time so sure Probably uh, no one no one should be going alone Alina, well, do you want right. to keep going with her sure yeah, that sounds good. I enter the first room. Artemis, we're also all right here. I know. Well, um, <laughs> sure, but if we like all run off. This is a small uh, bedroom um, with a sagging bed, a wardrobe, and a writing desk. Nothing invisible? Nothing invisible. I leave it. Okay. I want to check the writing desk. Go ahead and make an investigation check. Uh, similar room, Nick's uh, smaller bedroom, sagging bed, writing desk, wardrobe. 23. 23, Penny. Um, just general detritus in this desk. You do manage to find some... I'm loose sorry? General detritus. Detritus? Detritus. What, what is that? Can you use, Left like... Left behind junk. Ah. Um, guess you also find five GP. Five gold pieces. I'm sorry, I didn't realize that the person with a master's in library science would know the word detritus. That doesn't mean I know every word. I can just help you find the word. Ben uses a lot of words that I don't know in day-to-day -day conversation, and I'm just like... I feel like they're normal words, and apparently I learned they're not, and people detritus don't understand me. Everyone in the comments... <laughs> Is it's detritus a normal, normal word? word. <laughs> hey guys, roast them in the comments. Um, this room, Nyx, is uh, a nice room. It's uh, uh, wicker chairs, a small table set for tea. Uh, occupy this airy morning room. Uh, pale drapes fall away from wide windows overlooking the grounds. Mm -hmm. uh, Bowman wants to go into this room. That you're in front of the door of? Yeah. Okay. You can go ahead and go in. Go for it. It's not locked. You Just... enter and you find the remains of opulent fixtures fill this moldy bathroom. Wardrobes, dressing screens, and a vanity with a cracked mirror lying fractured tile walls. A raised marble tub next to a built-in fireplace asserts a commitment to decadence. Uh, Bowman's gonna open the door to the hallway and yell out, Hey, Artemis! What? Are you okay? There's a bathtub in here. For the love of God, it's about time. Um, I make my way. Marco! Where'd you go? Hello. Marco! Oh, hello. 
as Nyx and Janara come into the master bedroom, uh, a grand canopy bed occupies this room, its headboard engraved with the phases of the moon. Two wardrobes, a writing desk, and aged leather chairs fill out the space, all bearing rampant mildew. A large worn carpet attempts to cover a glowing golden rune, but the rune is too large to be totally obscured. Four of the horrible undead creatures you face downstairs are gathered around the fireplace, seeming to guard it. Hmm. Ah, more of them. If I Wait, go towards nothing invisible. Can I can I see anything in the fireplace that they might be guarding? Maybe can I get like a shot. little bit closer? Okay. Yeah, I want to see if I. 19. Yeah. 19. Uh, I will say, you notice just very, very faintly smoldering in the fireplace seems to be a piece of paper. Why are they all protecting paper? Um, can I? I would like to, um, oh, I don't even know if this is going to work. Can I try to dispel evil? And good. Read for me exactly what that spell does. Um, no, I don't think. Wait, okay, I did. For the duration, undead have disadvantage on attack rolls against you. So the shimmering if, energy surrounds and protects you from fey, undead, and creatures originating from beyond the material plane. So if you wanted to engage them in battle, definitely useful. But that's up yeah. to you. For the duration. So it's concentration up to a minute. Yeah, I'm going to cast it, and then I'm walking into the fireplace to grab the thing. Okay. Um. Yeah. I want to with... be close behind you. Okay. Yeah, with that, why don't you move yourself into position? Make sure you guys don't step on the carpet rune thing. It's fine. Well, if there's a carpet on it, like... I don't <laughs> trust it. We're not stepping on the thing. We're stepping on the carpet. It's fine. fine. Also, can I get my gun ready to attack if they attack Lena? Yeah. Uh, yeah, as you walk towards the fireplace, as you get really close and reach into it, they grow aggressive, and I do need everybody to roll initiative for me. Including oh, those of you in the bathroom. Sorry, great guys. Bathroom. Oh, what a great bathroom. A little moldy. Well, I should just never roll initiative for them again, ever again. Uh, okay, Nyx. 13. Artemis. 22. Jannar. 8. Bowman. 17. Penny. 16. And Alina. I picked the wrong die. I got five. Great. Do you want me to give you luck? Yeah. I'm okay. Top of the initiative order is Artemis, then Bowman, then Penny, then Nyx, then Janara, then Alina, and then the Whalers. Oh, at least they're after us. Yeah. Hey, I'm tired. 
they maybe they'll not get to do anything again. That would be super fun. <laughs> uh artemis you're up first you don't really well, know what's happening in the other yeah it's room. just the bathroom boys over here <laughs> bathroom boys boy. what a great podcast what you, name what did you want me for sounds like it would be echoey oh i was just telling you there was a bathroom here oh thank you very <laughs> ornate there is a very <laughs> ornate bathtub in here but the room smells moldy moment I mean this in no disrespect. Was that you or is it the bathroom? I I showered last month, so it's not me. <laughs> it's just the bathroom. Good. Um, Bowman, that's your turn. Well... <laughs> <laughs> is it my turn now? Yeah. All right. Uh, Bowman is, is just going to, just because he's curious, he's going to look around and try to open this door. <laughs> <laughs> sure it opens as you open it you see there's a whaler immediately on the other side as well as your friends who seem to have gotten them annoyed uh which way does the door open uh it opens inward inward to to the master bedroom inward to the bathroom oh damn um wrong direction oh uh artemis i think we have a problem here um uh, what? Whoa! <laughs> uh, Bowman is going to have the door open and is just going to start wailing on this whaler. Sure, go for it. Move your attack rolls. Say that one more time, Beth. Ben, we didn't get an, I didn't get any audio from you. Make an attack roll. Okay. That was a 20 to hit. That hits. Okay. <laughs> son of a gun all right that is a seven from the crowbar and talk about divine Ooh, that's an eight from divine uh from the uh the extra bonus right which is named improved divine smite yeah i know but it doesn't have the extra effect listed i, I know i know um that's your first attack unless you want to add divine normal divine smite to it yeah you know what sure i didn't do any last time so we're just going to do a little bit extra little extra thoughts on this one sure you may add a d8 because it's undead i can spine on my d8 my god here okay <laughs> all right it takes an additional 16 damage. Great. That's life. your first attack. Yes. Ugh. Second attack is a 19 to hit. That hits. Awesome. And it takes from the crowbar. Takes uh, 12 damage from Divine. It's going to be five. And again, we're just going to add a little bit more sauce onto this. Sure. Oh, yeah, that's a 20 from Divine Smite. Damn. Yeah, he's looking rough. Cool. Um, I'm going to have Hayes hang back okay. specifically just because yeah. he's carrying precious cargo. 
Penny, that's you. Okay, I'm gonna do lightning launcher three times, and then I think I'm gonna hit the one farthest away. Okay. Like farthest up. Um, yeah, this one. And the one there. next to Janara, and then yeah, we'll just do those two right now, and then I'll decide who I'm okay. gonna hit for the third one. Great. Um. Oh my God, why is that so light? Okay. Um, the one farthest up north is a 20, 26 to hit. That hits. And then the other one is a 19 plus 11. Also hits. That's okay. a 30. Thanks. All right. 16 for the first one. And then 15 for the second one. Okay. And you saw the third shot? Um... I'll hit the one farthest up to the north again. Go for it. Um, oof. That is a 14. 14 just hits. Okay. These guys are not too hard to hit. 14. 14. Okay. Great. Mm. Nix, that's you. Um, I'm gonna... Go up to these two, the ones that are right by me, mm -hmm. uh, and I'm gonna attack, do some two-weapon fighting, and we got my rapier and a dagger, Right. and they are engaged in combat. Yep. That's, uh, 26 to hit with yep. the rapier. Which one is the, is the 26 again? The one by Bowman. Okay. Didn't see you roll on that, but I just oh. need to refresh. Yeah, no, sorry. I haven't actually oh, okay. over yet. But I was going to say, sometimes I just need to refresh if I don't see a change. But... Um... Twenty-two points of piercing damage. Great. That whaler is defeated. And then the one that is in between me and Elena. Elena? Elena? Elena. Um, that's a 22 to hit. That hits. Um, and that's going to be... Two points of damage. Great. Love Rogues, first hit. Massive damage, second hit. Uh, Janara, that's you. Um, within five feet of each other. If I do create bonfire, can I hit both of these two next to me? Yeah, if you put it, like, behind the one right in front of you, you could hit both of them. Okay, so I'm going to do create bonfire, um, so they need to do dexterity saving throws. Great. Um, that is a 16 for one and a five for the other. So the one that got five fails. Okay. Um, they take five, ten, seventeen damage. Nice. All right, that one, the one that failed was the farthest north one. He's starting to look rough. Okay, that's my turn. 
Great. Elena, that's you. Um, I would like to reach into the fireplace and grab the piece of paper that they were appearing to be protecting. You have the piece of paper. Um, what I need from you now is... Oh, there's no save on this. Uh, as you grab it, it somehow inexplicably, like, burns your fingers. You don't know why there would still be a burning note in a fireplace unless it was somehow supernatural. But, uh, you know, you take uh, six fire damage as you grab the note, which refuses to fully burn despite the fact that it is on fire. Um, but you have the singed piece of paper. Um, can I, like, begin to read it? Do I have time to, to do that? You can read it. Um, that'll be your action. Uh, but yeah, that's fine. The note, what you the the note says, Lord and Lady Ainsley, I completed the job you paid me for. That common girl won't be seeing your son ever again. Leave the payment in the usual place, Victor, spelled with a K. Yeah, of course it is. The usual place. Hey. Victor, oh boy. Um, any bonus actions from you? Nope. Okay. Whaler's turn. Whale. Finally, they actually get to do something. It's crazy. <laughs> Um, okay. This one way up here is gonna move, gonna jump up on the bed. Come over here. And get a better look at the room. Whoa. And then it's going to look straight at you, Penny. Um, and as it does, I need you to make a wisdom saving throw. Mm, that's the worst one. Sobbing eyes peer right into your soul. That's a five. Oh, that's six. A, that's a six. Great. That's a failure. <sighs> Makes a difference. Um, well, makes a big difference. Waves of painful memories <laughs> start to overwhelm you. Oh, but Penny doesn't have any of those. And, oh my <laughs> god, I can't believe how poorly I rolled on that. And you take six psychic damage. Oh, no! Those were d12s for the <laughs> record. Rolled, though. Um, anyway. Ooh, 12s. Yeah. Uh, Laurel. also, um, the misery that has now infected uh, Penny leaps from her and infects Janara, Elena, and Nick's no save. Oh, cool. oh, so these guys are cool. And the three Jesus. of you take... And these are D8s, but I rolled better. The three of you take 13 psychic damage. <laughs> Penny was just like, over, I cannot deal with this. <laughs> You Sorry, guys you take know. it. She's um, doing what she does best, deflecting. <laughs> <laughs> deflecting and uh, uh, enlarging. Amplifying. Amplifying, that was the word. Amplifying. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, if I had to pick two words to describe Ben Presto, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the whaler with the little purple ring around him, he's gonna go next. Um, gonna do the same thing, he's gonna stare at Bowman this time and eat a wisdom saving throw. Wisdom, he said, mm-hmm. a wise boy. 25. That's a success. It doesn't take hold. Uh, and then the last one is going to target... You know what? We're gonna do his other thing instead for him. He's gonna... <laughs> he's going to, with his long, sharp fingernails, lash out at the person who grabbed the note out of the fire. Um... And that was a horrible roll. That's a 14 to hit. A disadvantage roll, too. Oh, that's right. Not that the 14 hits. This The 14 <laughs> is the worst one, because I rolled a nat 20 for the other one, but it's disadvantage. <laughs> so, you could have jumped go. on the bed. Um, you could have jumped on the bed. And then the other one, the last one's dead. So, top of the initiative order, Artemis, that's you. Did they make any, like, noise when that all oh, happened? yeah. Uh, uh, when it happened, it let out, like, an ins... Have you, you know, for those of you who have played Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time... Sure. The Re-Deads make this horrible... <laughs> noise at you. That's the noise it makes when it... Uh, nice. ...does that. Absolutely terrifying. Yeah. Yeah, those Sorry. things scared the shit out of me. And I didn't play Ocarina of Time until I was in college. <laughs> Imagine being eight. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know how I missed it when I was a child, but also kind of glad I did because I would have had nightmares about those re-deads. Sure. Uh, anyway, Artemis. Right. Um, okay, hearing that, I'm going to ask you just a moment. I'm just going to appear in see all of them yeah um like all right um something is just gonna like come over him in in retrospect he won't understand what happened yeah um but um just seeing all that he kind of like places each of uh the whalers screamers whalers whalers is mine Looks back at Mr. Bowman, says, give me a little space, would you? Pull out the sword, hold it up, flourish to the side, like set it, and then jab it forward, and he disappears. Uh-huh. As I cast a uh, steel wind strike. Uh-huh. Yeah. Coboink. Yeah. Um, so I'm gonna try to hit all three of them. Do you roll or do I save? I roll. Okay. It is plus eleven. <laughs> this is a Great spell. I love this spell. Well, that's a 20. That hits. That's another 20. That also hits. And that is a 22. Also, also so we'll hits. we'll go boom, boom, uh, and the one on the top. Okay, great. Okay. And you end up next to the one on the top, right? Um, I, uh, against any of them that hit. Right, but like you end up, you teleport somewhere at the yes. end. Yes. Next yeah. to one of the ones that, that you I hit. Okay. Great. Or missed. Oh, I didn't know or missed. 
Um, yeah, I like the bed. I'll end up on the bed no matter okay. what. Great. Boink. Um, so that is 6010. <gasps> <gasps> yeah. Oh, yeah. Damn. This is a really okay. good spell. Okay. This this fourth level. For those of you okay. watching, if you have never taken this spell, you are missing okay. out. I think so this good. is an incredible spell. It's really good for bards, warlocks, and sword singer wizards. Um, so those were two twenties, so that's max. If, for I two don't know of if warlocks can take it actually, but if you can take it, um, <laughs> it's only rangers. Oh, it's only rangers. It's only so a it's ranger bards. spell. It'd have to be so. Bards. I picked it up with magic and secrets. rangers, bards, and rangers. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, damage. So it's at least 60 to two of them. Because <laughs> there are two 20s. Yeah. Um, 20. Um, and an additional 29. So 80 to 89 for the one on the bottom. <laughs> and 20. Thirty-five, so ninety-five for the next one, and math, math, math. Oh, that's a low roll. Okay, um, this is the non-nat twenty, so this is just <laughs> only sixteen points to the one on the bed. Uh, magical force, I think. Yeah. Oops, I just rolled the dice virtually. So um, the other two are dead. <laughs> Killed them. Cool. Um, um, they'll appear on the bed after slashing him with yeah. the sword. Like a character from a JRPG, <laughs> Artemis poses his sword and then disappears. And there's a flurry of strikes against these three creatures. And two of them die. And the rest of you are like, I don't know what the fuck just happened, but Artemis seems to have done something. <laughs> and I will, um, on the bed, striking a pose. I'm going to look out to Penny Presswell and just give her a little wink and inspiration. <laughs> Great. Bowman, that's you. Uh, Bowman is uh, Bowman, Bowman is gonna is run done. through and just gonna start whacking the one that's still on the bed. Yeah. That was a ridiculous move. That's I love that. What, like 80, 80 point, 80 some odd points, 90 some odd points, 16. <laughs> yeah. Alright, that is a 16 to hit. That hits. All right, it takes 14 from the crowbar and five from Divine Smite. And still standing, I assume? Just barely, but yes. All right, then we'll just do a little, uh, you know, we're just going to do second attack then. Go for it. All right, that's a 18 to hit. Yeah. Another 15 from the crowbar down. All right. Dead body flops to the bed. Artemis, that was impressive. Yeah. 
Thanks. I don't, I don't know. I just like, like, I just knew I could. Oh, I'm really, can I just lean on you for a second? Sure. Alina, what'd the note say? <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, yeah, they definitely had some guy come and murder that poor girl. I have two questions about these whalers. First question, why are there always four? Second question, no, no, no. why are they always guarding a piece of paper? Because the two that we found in the kitchen had most likely come from the dining room because that's probably where that piece of paper was sitting. Did anybody else notice the hole in the dust where that paper probably came from? And there were still two in there. And whenever Alina got close to the noose, they were like, oh. and the paper was by the noose. And they, the other ones that we found in the gallery were by a piece of paper. And there were four of them. And here, there's a piece of paper. Maybe it's because the paper is the only remaining connection to the past because everyone else looted all of the important things, but they wouldn't think to take pieces of paper. But why are there four of them? In oh, each, the whalers? Yeah. In each place. I don't know, but I want to check a different room. Yeah. <laughs> That's a really good observation, Nix. Mm, very intelligent you. of you. Thanks. You know what, everyone? Nix is very smart. Thanks. Very talented. I like to think so. Nicely done. Great. You can make your way back out into the hallway. Make your way down the hall. Obviously, there's several doors doors in this hallway, so feel free to... This one. Okay. Uh, yeah, another guest bedroom. Sagging bed. I yes. would like to look under the rug. Uh, you lift up the ugly rug, and there is floor beneath it. Ooh. Okay. I check the desk. Make an investigation check. Oop. That was an 11. Uh, you find five gold pieces. Ah, oh, fuck. Um, Nyx, as you enter this room at the end of the hall. Oh, there's only three this the time. Office. Uh, this, this office. This office. Then deleted one. <laughs> this, no, I didn't. I didn't. Uh, this office is decorated with sturdy shelves and a desk carved with reclining satyrs. Desks, high-backed chairs turned away. And also, uh, encircling the desk are three more whalers. Hmm, I wonder if there is a an important piece of paper in this desk. <laughs> Nick's just look for the paper. I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna come over here. They start getting looking at me. Aggravated. But no, do they like? Are they just like? Specifically, the desk. Oops. Okay. Um. Can I, ooh, 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 I'm gonna back up. I'm gonna, I'm gonna wait a minute. I'm gonna wait a minute. I'm gonna, I, shh. I'm going to stealthily walk over to the desk. Where are you hiding? Just the on the other the side of the door. <laughs> in the, you're standing in the middle oh, of the uh, room. Where are you hiding? I'm gonna just like, come by the fireplace and just like, I can make you invisible. Um, okay, there's not a lot of good hiding places no, the direction not. you're going, but go ahead and make a stealth check and we'll see how you do. 
31. Ooh. <laughs> Steps behind the door. Yeah, okay, so you like clamber up and over onto the mantle of the fireplace <laughs> and you like leap to the top of the bookshelf like quietly. The whalers don't seem to have noticed you and you like creep along the bookshelf and then you like grab you like pull a moldy mildewed book off the bookcase and you like throw it on the ground in on the other side of the desk which attracts the whaler's attention uh and then you can leap down and i will give you a very one single chance to check the desk okay i do it go for it make an investigation check oh that's a natural 20. <laughs> <laughs> So that's a 30. He thought he had us. <laughs> yeah. You thought. Okay. You thought. Um, so you uh, immediately opened the exact right drawer. It seems like it probably used to be locked, but the desk is so, like, you know, rotted from the mold and mildew in this room that it just pulls open. You find in there a bunch of papers but one paper in particular catches your attention you also find a key and a silver chain a silver chain necklace that's probably worth a decent amount of money um the the important piece of paper says lord ainsley i pray that this letter will find you in good health i recently met with your son and have some information about him you may be interested in should you find yourself willing to make a sizable donation to the Church of Ezra. I await your response, Brother Francis Elliot. Um, I would like to attempt to sneakily get out of Make another stealth check. They seem, the whalers seem to have recovered from being distracted by the book and are about to go back to their normal positions. <laughs> 17? Oh. Oh. Right. I'm going to roll perception checks for them then at this point because they are alerted now. Yeah. So we're not just going off of their passives. That's at least two failures. I have to check the wisdom <laughs> That's a 16. You quickly, by skin of your teeth, jump back up on the top of the bookcase and make your way back to the door. Guys, I'm gonna like pull everybody who was in the room out of the room and close the door very quickly. Yeah. Guys, I uh, I also left the letter in there because they okay. seem to follow people with yep. letters. So I found the letter. You should have seen me, except you wouldn't have seen me because I was invisible. Oh, <laughs> I did so good, guys. Right. Um I don't know, I don't know if it was Artemis' little, like, pep talk beforehand, but, like... <laughs> Nix, what did the letter say? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so it was a note from this, like, priesty dude, uh, to the, the Lord Ainsley, 
um, saying that he had information about his son because his son had recently gone to this priest to talk to him, which seems like a violation of church code ethics, but whatever. Um, and the priest would be willing to reveal what he had been told if Papa made a donation to the church. So it's not as revealing as some of our other notes, but yeah. Did you find anything else with the letter? I found a key and I found it this cool chain thing. Great. Huh. Um, Artemis and Shannara, two of you are still in the master bedroom. Is there anything in particular that you're doing in there? I want to check the desk. Make an investigation check. <laughs> Artemis, do you want to make an investigation check and I'll help because my investigation is minus one. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll hop over. Um, time to investigate looking for stuff. Advantage? Yeah. Yes. I'm helping. 24. Looking through the desk, you find um, you find a lot of notes in here about the biology of butterflies. Oh. Seemingly handwritten. Um, probably by Lady Ainsley. Uh, as best you can tell. Um, also, I'll say you find, I don't know, like 25 GP worth of loose change. Um, wow, my first actual money, now that I sold it all, or turned it all into gold and silver bars. Um, and, uh, you know, other than that, just like general notes that sort of give you kind of give you a little bit of a sense of who Lord and Lady Ainsley are. You know, they're very traditionally minded aristocrats. They were, you know, they were, they were wealthy. They were both from wealthy families before they married. They both had high hopes for their children uh, as well. Uh, just very like landed aristocrats bound to the idea of tradition. Is there like anything too unfamiliar to us? Butterfly. No. Really I mean, big butterfly fans, though. Really big butterfly fans. But other than that, like, it, it all seems very much like... I mean, it, it seems like there's maybe a, an intensive devotion to tradition that is not normal where you come from, but that may not, you know, you come from Waterdeep, which is a cosmopolitan city that is several hundred years more technologically advanced than the place that you're in now. Um, so, you know, it's hard, it's hard to say. But yeah, very devoted to tradition, as far as you can tell, examining the things you find in this desk. I'm just going to pop. You never know when information yeah, on butterflies will be useful. Us. It doesn't yeah. seem like it's yeah. going to get the attention of the whalers. Yeah. Yeah. Before we do leave and find the others, because we shouldn't get too far away from them. Mm -hmm. I just. This circle under the rug. 
Yeah. Has anyone poked it yet? No. Is the rug like lying on top of like you said the last one was floating like a centimeter above the ground? Yeah. Is it like on top of the light or is it just it like is on, top on the of same the level? Light. It is on top of the light. So the light's acting like matter in that right. sense. Right. Can I move the rug? Yeah. You can roll up the rug out of the way. And it as best we can tell, because the two of us are the smartest, you know, people in the land. Um, it does it look the same? It the looks, same types of patterns. I make a religion check. Sure. Um I'm helping. Numbers. Ooh. What is my religion? Oh. Uh, 22. 22. Um, yeah, it looks the same. I mean, it's either really good or really bad, right? Right. So let's say we, and I just like step on it. I was about to do that too. You, you <laughs> step on it, it's, um, it's fine. I mean, it's not the actual like design is not really affected by you stepping on it right i don't know you're into this type of stuff do you feel like good around it or does it like give you the heebie-jeebies i felt awful earlier but there wasn't a thing around i don't have uh hope in me anymore so i can't really ask for a vibe check from her anymore I'd have to go to sleep, but mine's just, he's aloof anyway. Is there any residual, because, like, I used to be able to ask hope, and then I don't have hope in me anymore, is there any sort of residual sense, like I used to have? Yeah, I mean, there is a little bit. You can make a religion check to see if you can learn more about this. Oh, I get negative one from Come on, Tanara. There's always hope. He helps. Okay. There you go. That was worse. Eight. Oops. <laughs> um, yeah, you don't learn anything new, unfortunately. Right. Um, and then don't mind me. I'm just going to uh I had thought of this eventuality. And switch you guys over to the uncovered version. Ah, a prepared DM. (laughs) Very nice. (laughs) I just had to shift your tokens around to where they are on the other version of the map. Well, knowing the others, they're probably all dead or dying. So maybe we we should probably find them. Find them. Hello, friends. Uh, Yeah, I mean, you can easily go out into the hallway. See, they're all in the hallway right now. Okay. Is there oh, a... and I'll share what we what we found. Yep. Butterflies. Mm-hmm. Butterflies. Is like, there really? a third floor? There's this door that we're all crowded around. Right, yeah, but you... like, does it look like there's a third floor when you... you're outside? Yes, it does look like there's okay. a third floor when okay. you're outside. Uh, yeah, that door that Bowman's in front of is a door to another staircase upstairs. Bowman will just push open the door. Great. You... I'm gonna... Armor Voikos again, because this has been time. Do I have 
invisibility sight still? Uh, yes, you do still have invisibility sight. But I will say, as you make your way up to the third floor, that's a good place to leave for the night. Uh, so thank you all for playing, and thank you all for watching. Uh, and we will see you next time. And just as a reminder, this is the first episode of 2023, so I hope you are having a happy new year. Um, and we will see you next week. Have a good night. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.